Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Hey gang, I want to give a massive shout out this week to my sponsors. And in no particular order, or is there, anyway, I'll let you try and work that out. So the sponsors, Special Operations Research and Development, or SWORD. They design and supply legit tactical gear. I've used their equipment most of my army career. It's never let me down. Second off the bat, TACMED Australia. Specialists in emergency medical equipment and training for complex environments. This group knows what they're on about, so go and check out their website. Now, Brother Shave, they're a brilliant not-for-profit veteran business. Ringers Western, a true blue Aussie clothing company with amazing workwear and casual clothes. And last but not least, Aussie Strength. So if you're after workout equipment, you need to check them out. Their stuff is quality and I'm in the process of replacing a lot of the equipment in my gym with Aussie Strength gear. Some of you might know what gear I'm talking about from my Instagram account. I'm currently replacing some of it. So there you have it, my sponsors. Without these guys, I couldn't have kept doing this for 30 episodes. If you'd like to be a corporate sponsor, please reach out to me directly and let's have a chat. Or if you just like to support the podcast, you can drop a few dollars into the Patreon page. That's always helpful. All right, I'm going to do a leadership podcast on here with a special guest very soon. So keep an eye out for that. Now today, I have a special guest, Cyrus Rustam from Dubai. He was the owner of a CrossFit gym here. Previous to that, he was in Thailand training and on the uh, on the fight scene there. And now he also trains a whole heap of different clients and helping them to achieve their body composition goals. In particular, his passion is about helping men get below 10% body fat, which he did help me achieve at one point in my life. And I've probably let myself go a little bit since, you know, since having a sick family member, moving back to Australia, you know, raising the boys by myself for a, for a while there. And you know, basically just letting myself go and not being consistent. And there's that word that you're going to hear all through this podcast. Consistency. Consistency, as I always say, builds champions. So we're going to talk about a lot of things in about a 35-minute period. Honestly, I could talk to Cyrus all day. He's such a wealth of knowledge, an ex-Royal Marine, but we'll let that slide. And um, I really hope that you get as much out of this as what I did. And perhaps you'll want to jump on this uh, on this goal with me to try and get below 10% by the end of next year. All right, guys, let's crack on. Anyway, joining me today on the Warrior You podcast is Cyrus Rustam. And just to add some credibility, if I can call it that, um, Cyrus was an ex-Royal Marine. And uh, we met in Dubai, which is where I've flown to. He's the first person I've had to fly overseas to do a podcast with. <laughs> Hope you feel. Anyway, we're going to talk today about fat loss. And I'm not just talking to Cyrus because he's an ex-Royal Marine and that's why we're talking about fat loss. But um, just just fill us in a little bit on your background, Cyrus. So like you said, um, I was in the Royal Marines four and a half years. Went to Afghanistan in 2006, left in 2007 and basically went traveling around the world for four and a half, five years. And decided that 
I wanted to follow my passion, which was fitness. So I've been in the industry now around 10 years. Mm-hmm. Done everything from personal training to group coaching to nutrition coaching to running a business. So now I've basically settled in on helping men mm. achieve and maintain 10% or below body fat. Yeah, right. And and at one point, yeah, we'll get to that because you actually helped me to, to do that at one point. I may have blown out a bit since then, which people will see on the website later. But you also, in Thailand, was it? You were... Yeah. You worked in Thailand. Where, where was that? Where I was, was in that? Phuket for two years. Mm. I worked at Tiger Muay Thai as a CrossFit coach and I was fighting mm. as well. I wouldn't say I was a fighter. I had two fights. Mm. Uh, one, one, got my head kicked on the other one. And that was my fight career. <laughs> <laughs> They're brutal, aren't they? Oh, Muay Thai, yeah. Yeah. See, my, my best mate was doing it at the time. Mm. And I saw all the awesome photos of him on Instagram doing it. I thought, yeah, that'd be cool. <laughs> but when you're in the ring and you're getting elbowed in the face, mm. uh, it's not cool. But they train like... like Proper, like they are athletes, but Four they train. They're br- like I've, there's a guy who I know I follow on Instagram who's over there at the moment, yeah. um, and he he trains guys in his gym. And I look at some of the training they do, and I'm like, that is as hard, if not harder, than anything I did in CrossFit or yes. in the military. Yeah. Yes, it's tough. Relentless. It's, it's if you're not used to the movements, like your hips take a battering, mm. your, your obviously your knuckles take a battering, your elbows. You know you're sparring with guys there. Mm. And it's tough work. The good mm. fighters, like, hats off because mm. it is very difficult. Mm. You've got to love it. Mm. And I just did it because I wanted the cool pictures. Mm. That's why I did two fights and, mm. and wanted to move on. And then came to Dubai. Yeah, come directly to Dubai from mm. Thailand. Mm. And that's where I started work. Mm. You know, I got here. It's coming on like six years. I started work for Fitness versus Personal Trainer. That mm. was like my intro into Dubai. Did that for six months. Left, started my own business. Mm. Did that for three and a half years. Mm. Left that. And now I'm working for myself. Mm. Um, and like I said, my main client is the Royal Family. And uh, I train guys and mm. coach guys mm. to for fat loss, basically. Right. And so where we met was at that gym that you opened. And yeah. I think my wife and I and couple of crazy English people who like a brunch were uh, we were probably the first members actually you were the very first day yeah. the very first, first yeah. class you were the first person people yeah. to walk in the gym yeah yeah got my I've still ass, got a photo got my <laughs> ass handed to me uh-huh. <laughs> um, I, I do talk about it occasionally with with people who want to talk about life after army especially institutionalized army where you've been you know in in the military with all guys mm. and then you suddenly get surrounded by when you start doing crossfit when you leave and you get surrounded by these girls who just mm. hand you your ass like like what happened to me mm. at crossfit sands i remember it was a real eye-opening experience mm. for me because i come from an era where i didn't we really didn't see females unless you're out drinking on a yeah. thursday or a friday night or a saturday and a sunday night yeah you know and so suddenly there was these people who took fitness legitimately yeah. and were good at it yeah now i think fence force in australia now from what i understand i mean you can do a female can do any job they want they can yeah. apply for anything they want and from what i've seen at crossfit you know there's girls out there who if they if they wanted to do it they'd be they'd be doing it they could yeah it's completely changed. Yeah. Well, when we were at, when I was in, I mean, it was it was running. Mm. It was running with weight. Mm. It was long distances. It was push ups, mm. sit ups, yeah. uh, pull ups. Tabbing. Right. There was no cleans. Mm. There was no skills. There was mm. no muscle ups. Right. Mm. So it's a complete different ball game, and the girls now are just mm. incredible. Yeah. And yeah. If you look at the the CrossFit athletes yeah. that are competing in the CrossFit yeah. Games, I don't know any man mm. uh, except for the CrossFit athletes that yeah. can 
No. Touch them. No, no. I, I tried. Carrie Pierce was on the podcast. Do you know her? She's an American. She's in the, she's in the top three American wow. CrossFit athletes. Um, mm. She'll win it. She'll, of course, I know who she is, yes. Yeah, you do. I know. It's, yeah. it's clicked. Yeah. Or Ka- Carrie or Kari. Yes. Kari. yes. And um, she's got arms like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Unbelievable. But she, she was doing a workout and she was doing overhead presses, which for me has always been my strength, you know, like, you know, 60 kilogram overhead presses all day. Yeah. And I thought, oh, I'll give her a workout a go. Yeah. And I never got past her warm up. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, we're going to talk about fat loss and in particular, you know, the girls will get something out of this, but we're in particular going to talk about fat loss for men because it's something that you've had a lot of um, positive reactions to and also it's something that you've done a lot over here. Mm-hmm. And I already, I can already, I can sum this podcast up already. Um, be consistent. Calorie isn't a calorie. Emotional habits you need to try and curtail. What am I missing? Are we done? Well, let's talk about the emotional habits there. Yeah, okay. It's the biggest, the, first of all, the, the first thing about fat loss and, and getting and staying in shape is mindset. Mm. It's mindset. Mm. Everyone can physically do it. Mm. So why aren't you, mm. why aren't you in shape? Mm. It's your mindset. It's your habits. But there's a difference your... between being in shape, right, and having abs. What, what do you define as being in shape? Well, fit for what? Exactly. Um, I just did a specific. I right? just did an. I just did a blooming race that I didn't train for and was still able to complete it. Okay, yeah, I'm struggling now. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't know. What what is what is in shape mean? Well, mm. when it comes to fat loss for a guy, mm. um, anything above. 12% body fat mm. and you're making your life very difficult in terms of performance mm. right d- d- no matter what what yeah. it is that you're trying to perform good mm. I don't care if you're running marathons you're doing CrossFit because mm. um, you're carrying that weight you're carrying extra weight yeah mm. except for obviously powerlifting because weight, weight pushes weight you need more mass on your body mm. which right? I see you know I go from 140 kilogram bench press at 90 kilograms well, 90 plus kilogram weight. 140? Yeah, it yeah. was my max. I think you were there. I was taking the video, I think. You were taking the video, yeah, which is my absolute max. And then when I did the weight loss with you, I was struggling to do 110. Yeah. But could run. Yeah. It's so I mean, who needs to go and bench press 140 kilogram on any given day in the jungle? Yes. You know, that's the it depends thing. what you're training for. Yeah, yeah. But like I said, for military crossfit mm. general health fitness mm. uh, looking and feeling at your best mm. anything above 12 percent mm. and you're you, well, you're going to look sloppy and you're mm. going to perform you're not mm. going to perform at your best mm. right and then if you want to get into the aesthetics of it it's 10 percent and below for for a guy to look yeah. and to look their best abs are made in the kitchen as they say it's all about nutrition well first yeah. it's mindset yeah okay right? mindset you, you have mm. to want it you have to build a lifestyle and habits around being mm. lean Mm. right there's no way around it mm. I was talking to a client I just posted something on Instagram actually mm. uh, yesterday mm. and um, it was a female actually mm. and she was saying I can't seem to lose body fat mm. I'm like okay so what is it you're doing we went into the specifics of her weekend habits lifestyle whatever and it turns out every Thursday she goes out with her husband for a drink mm. right cool and we counted up the exact amount of drinks that she had mm. Uh, and and added that to her um, food that she had that day. I mean, she yeah. was over-consuming that day, right? She quite simply... And she knew that? She didn't know that until I oh, okay. called her out on it, and we, we spoke about it, we went in depth. And the next day is her food cheat day, 
Mm. Right. So Thursday night is her alcohol. Friday is is her uh, like meals. Like they go out for a restaurant, they have greasy food, they have some desserts, whatever. So I calculated within those two days, she was over consuming by 1,800 calories. Right. right. So she's taking in 1,800 calories more than what her body needs for oh. those two days. So that's a weekly... Every week. A weekly surplus of 1,800. Not including, you know, the odd wine here or there or whatever she'll do during the week. Not including that. So not including like the, the little creeps above the calorie intake per day. No. Yeah, right. Not including normal food. Just. Just that alcohol and the cheap meal, whatever you want to call it on the next day, right? So. Yeah. Yeah, okay, 1,800 calories, you'll probably burn that off, whatever, it's not that much. But if you add that up over the year, it's six weeks worth of energy you've consumed over and above what your body needs. An extra right? month's food. Six weeks. So a month and a half. A month and a half's worth of food. And if you put that in a room on a table and you look at it and say, you overconsume this shit. just from that yeah. uh, Thursday and Friday habit yeah. that she's built up, um, you're gaining body fat. That's why you're not losing body fat. Yeah. Right, you're consuming too much stuff. But that's not, oh, okay, so that's not emotional eating. That's just her not having the mindset to go, okay, you know, I'm out. I shouldn't do this because. That is just her being a normal person. Yeah. Everyone, go, most people go for a drink mm. on the weekend. Most people will um, have, a, have a cheat meal or something. They'll go out to a restaurant with their wife or the mm. kids or whatever on the weekend and they'll eat. And do things that's not normally in their weekday habits, right? right? So first of all, it's the mindset. Second of all, like realizing, oh, shit, right? I'm over consuming here. Yeah. And then it's trying to implement nutritional mm. lifestyle and habits that, like I said, that are conducive to staying lean um, mm. and, and fit and healthy. So it's one thing to say that. Like, it's one thing to understand that. But how do you actually go right. and implement that? Okay, here we go. So basically... In my experience, I've worked with hundreds of clients now. It's over-consuming stuff on the weekend specifically that really gets people. Right. right During the week, people are in work, they're in the routine, they go to the gym, it's all it's all good. The weekend hits, boom, the mindset shifts. It's the weekend, I've had a hard week, I'm going to chill out, they're mm. stressed out. Okay, they go out for drinks, they eat food, and that's how they uh, escape reality, if you, if you yeah. want to say, right? So that is over-consuming. Mm. Okay, like I just said, add it up over the year, that's why you're not lean. So... First of all, you're going to say, okay, right, so... Well, hang on, hang on, but hang on a second. So six, six and a half, six weeks of extra food, mm. how long does that take to, to burn that off if you're, if you're six weeks above 10% body fat? Well, people <laughs> Do normally I mean? don't, people normally don't uh, realize this until mm. the, or they don't have the motivation or they don't get the kick up the arse to change mm. in five or six or seven years down the line. Oh, so so they haven't just... So they're never doing it. They haven't just... Mm. Uh, put on a little bit of weight and said, oh, I need to get rid of this. Mm. People that come to me are overweight. Mm. They've got rolls of fat, right? Mm. So it's an accumulation of, it's an accumulation over a few years. uh, And that doesn't just disappear overnight. Yeah. All right. So I'll let you get back on track. So yeah. So putting this in a, putting this in a place. Yeah. How do you stop Mm. overconsuming on a weekend? Well, first thing, and something that I like to coach my clients on now is intermittent fasting, Mm. which is not for everyone. Mm. However, to, basically have an easily implemented deficit yeah you say okay you're not going to eat before 12 p.m so your morning is fasted right Mm -hmm. so automatically you've Mm. cut the hours you can eat in the day down Mm. that done over time will equal you consuming less calories so normally you'd wake up let's say on a thursday you'd have breakfast Mm. you'd have lunch you're halfway through your calories 
at 12 o'clock, mm. right, at noon when you've had your lunch. Mm. This way, you're saving those calories, mm. you're fasting mm. up until 12 o'clock, mm. and then you start eating. Mm. So you basically save those morning calories for the evening. Mm. That does reduce the amount of As calories. long as you're then eating the right things at lunch and dinner, and, and you're eating the same amount of calories you would have been eating even if you'd been having a breakfast. Yeah, but yeah. each each person is very is individual with this. Yeah. Right? It depends on what they were doing before mm. And, mm. and what they're going to eat and all this kind of stuff. Mm. But generally speaking, cut down the amount of hours you can eat mm. over the long term. Mm. It works. Although you're not going to see it today when we do my caliper test, you are going to you I will tell you that I've been doing intermittent fasting over the last uh, month. Nice coming up to this race because I realized that I was about five kilo, well, 10, 10 kilos too heavy. Right. And so I dropped probably about, and you've seen me do it before, I dropped weight pretty quickly. Um, but yeah, it did. It does work. In fact, we were doing, I was doing 24 hours a week, so one day a week. Yeah. As opposed to every every day. Yeah, that's another mm. way of doing it. Yeah. I, I've done that as well. I've trialed with that. Mm. I've done the five-day mm. uh, water fast, which I, I wouldn't recommend uh, for fat loss. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. It was uh, more yeah. of an experiment. And yeah. then intermittent fasting is Real. something that you could basically implement mm. in. A lot of guys, when I first mention intermittent fasting to them you know they're like oh my god you know i can't skip breakfast mm. i was like that as well i've mm. eaten breakfast it's pretty easy from mm. as soon as you do it for a week or two mm. it's like it just becomes yeah well mm. i fly a lot with work um you know to different sites mine sites and stuff like that where i do leadership training and what i do now is the days where i fly i won't i just don't eat yeah because first of all airline food is shit oh, you're gonna end up you know and it's all processed absolutely and it wasn't until i went your advice actually i did a year on a paleo diet it wasn't until i did that that i see what happened was i walked into a service station one day looking for something to eat and i was on the paleo diet about three months in i looked around went, oh my god there's not one thing Mm. in here that's food Mm. it's all rubbish it's not food none of it absolutely and it wasn't it it was funny because it was something in me saying that it wasn't me yeah it was like my brain going there's nothing in here that will help me So, yeah, I guess that it's an interesting reset, you know, which I think is, you know, life's all about that. It's being able to reset your mind. Otherwise, you're just a sheep. There's so many different diets out there and Mm. there's so many different ways of getting in shape, Mm. right? There's more than one way to skin a cat. Mm. And your people are going on vegan now, keto, Mm. intermittent fasting. You know, I like to as well educate my clients by counting their their calorie intake, Mm. even if they are intermittent fasting, because you can't overconsume in an eight-hour eating window if you go go nuts, right? So there's so many different ways of getting in shape these Mm. days. And quite honestly, they all work. Yeah. Not, Not one approach... Is the best. As long as the calories are being restricted below as what long, you're putting out. Yeah, all of the diets done mm. correctly will bring you into an energy deficit. Right. Meaning you're burning mm. more energy than what you're consuming. That's mm. how you lose body fat. But it's not necessarily healthy because a calorie in a strawberry is going to be different than a calorie in a Freddo frog. Absolutely. Mm. If you consume junk... Mm. Within your calories... Your body will look like junk. Yeah, you, and you're mm. going to perform like junk. And mm. eventually you're going to crash. Mm. And it's all going to come down on you. So you can't do mm. it. There's no shortcuts, mm. right? There's no way of eating pizza and ice cream every day and, and, and getting and staying in shape. It just doesn't work like that. Mm. You know, The general rule of thumb we say is 90% of the foods that you consume mm. should be healthy foods, right? And everyone knows what healthy food is. Mm. And then the other 10% can be whatever you want. Mm. And that is going to physically and mentally keep you on the program. Mm. This is another thing, right? Consistency. Mm. 
if I, I mean, if there's one word mm. people take away from this podcast today, it's consistency. Yeah, that's with everything. Yeah. Consistency. Keep mm. doing it day after day, week after week, mm. month after month, year after year. And that's when you, the magic happens, right? Mm. That's when you really start seeing change and, and you, mm. and then you are able to maintain lower levels of body fat when you've done it. For, this is another thing I see, right? People, they go on a diet and they lose the weight. Yeah. Mm. But if you're not in shape right now, it means that that diet that you did mm. did not work for you mm. because you're out of shape right now. Mm. So what you're doing is not working. Mm. And the only thing, the only difference there is consistency and people... And a diet is physical, whereas what you're saying is there's a mental approach, which is completely different than a physical approach. Well, look at the biggest loser. Mm. People go on a yeah. program. They've got no... They don't have to think. Mm. They are trained. They are given food. They lose and they a shit huge. load of yeah. weight. Yeah. They lose all of it, mm. right? And then they go back into normal lives mm. and they, they gain it back. What the biggest loser showed me is that really big fat people can push very hard. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Not if they have to. Yeah. Like it doesn't Absolutely. matter. It's all excuses if they're not. Yeah. You know when people go, oh, I can't do that. I'm, I'm. Yeah. No man, I've seen dudes they who are it. morbidly obese get their asses handed to them by you know Commando Steve. Yeah. And they lose the weight. They lose the weight. But they're not addressing the emotional issues. Well, they started talking about it in the shows towards the end. Mm. Mm. They're not addressing their mm. habits mm. and their lifestyle. Right, mm. So it's implementing that in a real life scenario where you've got to go to work mm. and you've got your family and you've got your weekends and all that. Mm. So it's about implementing habits slowly mm. over time, slowly changing your mindset, having a mindset of, you know what, this 12-week this, this diet thing is just not going to work for me. I'm mm. going to implement some healthy habits that are conducive right. to being lean mm. over the long term. And here's another thing. That so one you told me years ago was, and people have called me out for a few times on on Instagram because I don't mind a latte is change to black coffee yeah has a massive knock-on effect years down the track yeah because all that milk that you're not drinking yeah um and yeah I mean I'd go in and out of that and then there's sugar I never add sugar to anything anymore yeah one teaspoon of sugar per coffee per day three say three coffees a day absolutely so they're they're all little and over time you don't need it right yeah if Mm. you have four if you have three sugars mm. in a coffee mm. every day, mm. times that by seven days mm. in a week, times it by Simple, four weeks, it? times by the year, mm. and you've just you've just cancelled tens of thousands of calories that mm. you did not need mm. out of your diet. Yeah, and so, sodas. Yeah, like, Jesus. They will kill you. Well, I see people, and even, what about the... Liquid calories, liquid yeah. calories. They're the worst. They don't fill you up. They're mm. absolutely packed with calories. Mm. Um, you know, the thing about like this, that very basic fundamental level, if I give you a chocolate croissant now, mm. a warm chocolate croissant. Oh, yes, please. And said, eat it. Oh, sorry. Yep. Right. How long, how long would that take you to eat it? About 10 seconds. About 10 seconds. Is it an enjoyable experience? For 10 seconds, it right. is. You loved it, right? Mm. If I give you another chocolate croissant after and said, hey, do you want that one as well? Mm. You'd smash that. 
Oh, the yeah. whole experience was very enjoyable, mm. very nice food. It took mm. you all of about two minutes to consume it. Mm. Now, if I told you to get on a treadmill, put it on an incline and run for 30 minutes mm. straight, mm. how did that feel? I'd hate that. And what about straight after it if I mm. said, hey, let's do another 30 minutes? Mm. That's the difference between consuming mm. calories mm. and burning the, the thing off. That's exactly the same comparison. You know, I bought a, uh, an assault bike. It's nice. sitting at home. And I, one day what I did is I, I grabbed a Mars bar and I smashed the Mars bar. This is, this is an insight into my personality. I smashed this Mars bar and then I looked at the back of the Mars bar and how many calories it was. And then I sat on that salt bike and went as hard as I could until it was gone. And you know what I learned? I fucking hate Mars bars. It's not, it's not worth it, right? No, it's not worth it. Um, yeah, no, but that's the other thing. Well, those are salt bikes. I mean, if I, the, it takes forever to burn calories yes, on those things. That's realistic. Yeah. That's realistic. And, mm. um, you know, another thing that people don't understand mm. is body fat set point. Mm. This is key. Mm. If you want to keep the weight off long term, yeah. um, your body, it's homeostasis, right? It wants to stay as it is mm. and it does not want any change. Your right. fat cells communicate to the brain and tell your brain, hey, we're good. There's energy stored here. We're good. If anything happens, if we go through a winter or whatever, we have energy stores here ready to go yeah when you start moving that stuff mm. hormones are released by your fat cells it signals the brain hey uh, our wrong. energy stores our savings account is mm. disappearing somewhere mm. we need to do something so metabolism is slowed down hunger hormones are increased mm. and that is one of the reasons why people find it so hard to stay in shape oh, your body wants to go back to yeah. that baseline that from, it started and from. so for me is like 22 percent body fat or right. something so yeah. what's the trick how do you yeah. break that well time mm. has shown that if you stay at the new percent body fat, mm. I originally thought it was six to eight months, but the new research coming out is actually one to two years. Jesus. You, your body will adjust to the new body fat set point and it will settle at the new range. So 22 to 10, let's look at a timeline. To go from 22% body fat to 10% body fat, mm. hardcore is going to take you hardcore extremely disciplined is going to take you four months mm. if you've got a normal life and you're going to do it slowly it's going to take you at least six to eight months to lose the weight mm. then you're looking at another let's say 18 months mm. to keep that body fat at that new level in mm. order for your body to adjust at that new settling point mm. so the whole process is over two years like a challenge accepted it's two years and three months yeah but that's what it takes. Consistency, yeah. right? It goes right. back to being consistent. If you if you really want it, you'll make the necessary changes. You'll change your habits. You'll change your lifestyle. Mm. You will keep the weight off long enough for your body to adjust. And guess what? You get to live the rest of your life mm. lean, fit, and healthy. I'm 45. Can I do this still? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely, you can. Mm. I did it in my 40s. Consistency. Yeah. yeah. It's not about that transformation in three months. It's not mm. about that transformation in six months. It's about getting it off and keeping it off long term. Mm. And it's not easy. I mean, even for myself, I love this stuff, mm. right? And I've got a higher level of motivation. Mm. I am in the fitness industry. I make my living mm. looking good and mm. showing guys, hey, this is what it's all about. And even I find it difficult. Mm. And this is what I do. Mm. So for people that just want to be in shape mm. and it's not their livelihood mm. and, you know, they just want to look good, you've really got to dig down and find those inner mm. uh, intrinsic motivations to, to follow it through so some people are going to be motivated by the, the the photo the validation photo at the start i know you use this to great effect it's yes. bloody confronting like i get i used to get caliper tests every week and 
I would look forward to them and dread them. I'd look mm. forward to them, you know, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then Thursday, Friday, I'd be dreading. I'm like, what have I done during those yeah. days that's brought me unstuck? Um, but generally, it was on a pretty good glide path. But a lot of that too, and you probably know this already, a lot of that too was I was working out harder, mm. maybe not eating properly, mm. which for me was false a false training sort of how do i put it it was a it was a false result at the end because i wasn't able to keep that body fat off yes because i wasn't able to maintain that no that training i was i was training twice a day for an hour and a half in the morning and an hour at night and the hour and a half in the morning was sprint sessions and the hour at night was crossfit whatever they had and it was brutal yeah and at the end of the well how many weeks did we do that that was three months yeah. At the end of that three months, I was yeah below ten percent, and I was a mess. Yeah. I couldn't train anymore. Yeah. I didn't train for yeah. So it's so it's more. There's, you can't just suddenly increase your training rate in hope that you will then have a lifelong physique. It, it's okay to do what you did. However, the 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 point that sets apart the guys that are in shape mm. and the guys that are not in shape mm. is the consistency. Over the long term, in both diet and training, absolutely. Yeah. But what you were doing, obviously, that's not. You can't keep doing that. You yeah. have to taper off the training and mm. settle into something that mm. is sustainable. Mm. I always tell people, if you if you're going at it alone and you haven't got a coach, if you cannot do what you're doing right now for two years straight, you're on the wrong plan. Right. Because it's not going to work for you. Mm. And and ninety eight percent of of diets fail mm. because of this body fat. A settling point and mm. consistency right so mm. when you start to understand okay i need to keep the weight off for two years mm. right going on this um lose seven pounds in seven days ain't gonna help me in a two-year period and mm. it really gives people uh, a fighting chance that okay i need to be a little bit more realistic about this because mm. uh, people they, they go on diets and they they, they just change everything mm. they start eating like a rabbit mm. they, they increase their training mm. yes they get results initially but like i said hormonal and metabolic changes mm. okay start creeping in and they fall off the wagon so where okay so where does someone where does someone start with this what do they do when i take a client on board mm. the first thing we'll do is count their energy intake right through the app my fitness pal yep this is a whole educational experience for the client because mm. they are now learning about energy mm. about how much energy they need mm. and how much energy is in the food they consume average guy 2200 2200 yeah that yeah. would be a fair a fair one it mm. depends on weight and activity and all that but mm. generally speaking um so do you care about macros so much so the the type of food the fats the proteins carbs or i care about or has that changed that mindset i care about total calorie intake one mm. Two, I care about 90% healthy, natural food. Mm. Three, I care about protein. Mm. Protein has been shown in studies time and time again mm. uh, to be superior when it comes to fat loss in the diet. The thermic effect of protein, the satiating effects of protein, mm. you just can't beat it. So we want but, to- but protein still gets turned into liver enzyme fat, does it not? If you take too much protein above what's required. Yes. So it becomes it- sugars anyway. It can do. Mm. Your body can convert it. Mm. However, it's very inefficient mm. for your body to do that. Yeah. And so it's you, easier to do that to carbohydrates than it is to protein. Yes. That's what you're saying. Mm. Okay. Yes. But if, if calories are in place mm. and 
and you're eating 90% healthy foods mm. and you've got your protein in place, mm. then everything else really does not matter that mm. much. My fat intake is really high and it's not necessarily good fats like coconut oil and, and avocado. It could be fats from milk like lattes and shit, right. which I had to, once I go back to black coffee is fine, right? Yeah. It then comes down considerably. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's always interesting when I look at my macros and go, my protein's on point, my carbs is on point, but where I'm over every day is fat. Right. But are you, are you within calories? No. Usually be a hundred calories or maybe more over. There we go. Yeah. That's and it would why. be the three or four bloody lattes if, in a day because they're soci- socially what we do at work when we sit around talking. Yeah. Bag. If you, mm. if, if you feel better, on I know a, the answer. If you feel mm. better on a higher fat diet, mm. Right, and you you find that sustainable for you, mm. and, and and it does give people a little bit more focus, mm. you know, mentally, and and whatever. Then lower the carbs, right? Mm. Then go for it. Mm. Go for the high fat. But Maybe. keep below the calories. Calories number one. Mm. Mm. Healthy foods number two. Mm. Protein number three. Mm. Whatever you feel best at: higher carbs, mm. lower fat, higher fat, lower carbs. Go, go for it. Mm. Go mm. for it, man. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, cool. Um, and then, and then you take. The before photos. And they're not like, I was a white fat man and suddenly I'm a black college jock <laughs> at the end of it. <laughs> like they're legitimate, you know, photos. Yeah. And and you do uh, caliper testing, proper. Yes. And and that is, that really is one of the instruments of um, keep, keeping someone conforming to their plan, isn't it? It's having that accountability. Accountability. Mm. That's mm. what coaching is. When you mm. hire a coach, yes, you are getting their experience, mm. their knowledge, and all that kind of stuff. Mm. The number one thing you get from a coach is accountability. If you're trying to build new habits mm. and you're trying to build a new lifestyle around being lean, mm. you need accountability. So what about what about um, you know the Tatima or whatever they are, Tatoma, Tatima body fat scales? Are they? Can you use them for accountability or is that just ridiculous what is that you know those scales that you stand on with no clothes on and they give you your bloody body yeah. fat index yeah yeah well who's holding you accountable there mm. i mean if the, the scale, scale if the scale says you're you're over i mean mm. if that works for you mm. yeah mm. If it's that probably not the same as having someone getting a metal pair of calipers and coming mm. you you take your your clothes off mm. and you i pinch your body fat mm. your coach that you're paying good money mm. to mm. to to make this work you mm. want to make this work it mm. just adds to that fire right yeah. it just mm. it helps mm. i you know i work with a, a guy's a minimum of three months mm. uh, because three months i found it even though sometimes it doesn't work mm. quite honestly but three months have been held accountable mm. of of building habits, mm. building an, a new lifestyle, it tends to carry on after the coaching yeah, period. Right. Mm. right, guys that need a little bit more help will stay with me for longer. Mm. Guys that know they're just a nightmare will sign up for a minimum of six months. Mm. And six months of, of of me on your ass the whole mm. time, mm. it tends to ch- lifestyle changes, habits change, and, and the the chances of success go up. So, what about training to support this? Because obviously, you could do this with just diet, but you can fast track it, can't you, with certain types of training? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Training needs to be a part of it. If you yeah. want to look good, you want to feel good, you want to perform good, you need yeah. to train. That will be, again, specific. Just like the nutrition is specific, mm. the training is specific for the individual. Mm. right? How many times a week can you realistically train mm. for the next two years? Mm. not interested in what you want to do for the and next... And like just, just going and doing bloody bodybuilding weight training is not really going to cut it, is it? There needs to be high-intensity interval what, training. What's the goal? 
Well, that's right. I guess fit for what? What's the goal? What's the just person? To look good. Just, what are you trying to do? Just to look good and throw someone 30 feet. Right. If you want to look good. Be hard to kill. A, a, a general a general training program mm. you're going to have to have some some mm. some high intensity you're going to have to have some low intensity mm. and you're going to have to have some weights in there mm. you know minimum you want to be doing weights is three days a week mm. absolute minimum mm. even the busiest guys that i take on mm. like this is a non-negotiable you need to find three hours to go and do your weights and they're doing what olympic lifting or they're doing no. just bodybuilding well, it depends weight. on the person mm. if you were a client of mm. mine mm. yeah you would have olympic lifting in mm. there Generally, the guys that come on with me cannot Olympic lift, mm. and I do not coach them one-on-one, so mm. I do not want them doing Olympic lifting. Yeah, right. They'll be doing basic stuff okay. that gets them moving towards mm. that 10% or below mm. without getting injured. Mm. Right? And Olympic lifting, for someone that hasn't had that coaching like you have, mm. uh, is not going to be as efficient. So what's the thing that brings people unst- unstuck completely, like guys unstuck completely? Is it family commitments? Is it the binge drinking is it, or is it just motivation? I've already mentioned the weekends. Mm. That's a big yeah. one. I feel like you're trying to reach out to me personally. That there, anyway. is a big one. It's for me as well. Yeah, I yeah. struggle on weekends. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So the weekends, the weekends, the weekends. You are full of shit. I've seen. <laughs> I've, I've, ta- I've had you come around. Our going away bloody party from Dubai. <laughs> you, yeah, yeah. Whatever. I like to stay on it. Yeah. Um, but. The weekends is one, mm. and the second one is consistency. Mm. Like I said, stay, you need to have a two-year mindset. Mm. Set sh- uh, short-term goals. Mm. Do that mm. and hit those goals. Put them on Instagram. Put them on bloody Facebook. Show people. Yeah. But you need to stay consistent over mm. the long term if you want to stay in shape. Mm. Right? And we're looking at that two-year period. Mm. So, All right. so weekends, consistency. Find a coach. My fitness power. Raining the calories. Do some consistent training and eating habits. Work out what good food is. Have a long-term goal, two-year goal. Yeah, yeah. And Keep then guys so- should be able to get most, nearly everyone should be able to get below ten percent body fat if they log their food intake on My Fitness Pal mm. and they become educated on mm. the calories that are in food and the actual number of calories they need. Which to- My Fitness Pal does for you as you go. It does. You need to be mm. careful with that though, because mm. guys will be advantageous and mm. they'll they'll press something that's like i want to lose a kilo in a week or whatever and it'll mm. give them a stupid amount of calories like 1500 1700 something like that mm. um which is going to end bad for them because they'll be starving and they'll yeah. end up binging right so as long as you've you can go on google and <laughs> you can type over. in um you know calorie calculator they'll give you a decent mm. a decent number see now you can use barcode on my fitness pal you can and, yeah not it's that easy. not that the food that you eat should have barcodes on it to be honest but you can Most. use that Right, yeah. so you can go on Google, mm. find out how many calories you need mm. per day for fat loss. Mm. Use My Fitness Pal, mm. log the food, mm. stay consistent, train mm. three to four days per week, mm. and you will see results. Oh, right. here's a motivator: below fourteen percent is when you start seeing abs, right? It depends on the individual. Uh. So let's look at um, our friend Simon, mm. right? That I that I coached and we got down. He was on the calipers, the four point caliper test. He was eight percent body fat, mm. uh, which by any means most guys yeah. would have abs, yeah. no abs. Wow, no abs. Right, and, he and was, he's a he's a unit. Like his shoulders, his chest, mm. his face, his mm. arms, mm. his legs. There was no fat. Mm. He had it all on his belly. So mm. he has to get him down to like, I think it was 5 point something or 6.2 or something like that. Yeah, right. And then boom, his abs are out. But yeah. generally... Whereas I go 14% and you can see my abs because right. I'm carrying it all on my hips. <laughs> Gener- <laughs> little, gen- little, generally little speaking, yeah, around the size yeah, there, right? Yeah, muffin top. 
That's why I can't wear a tri. That's why I have to wear a tri suit and I can't wear bibs and bloody shorts because I look like a muffin. Hanging up the side. <laughs> oh, you fat fucker. Generally, 10% is mm. where you're going to, at a relaxed state, mm. no matter what you're doing, you're going to mm. be able to see your abs. Yeah, right. That's a good motivator. Mm. Do you miss the Royal Marine Cyrus? Yeah, I miss the crack with the guys. Yeah. I missed the crap with the guys. I have to admit, like the first six months that I left, I wanted to rejoin. Mm. I just missed the, the having the guys around me all the time, mm. constantly like mm. taking the piss, mm. playing jokes on each other, and you don't get that. And you mm. can this the, the level of the the level of humour mm. in civilian street is just they don't get it. It's not it's the same. Yeah. So that aspect of it being around the guys all the time, mm. yeah, I do miss that. Mm. But do I miss being a Royal Marine? No. Yeah. All right. Cyrus Russell, thanks, buddy. Thanks, mate. Hey, everyone. It's Bram Connolly here, retired Special Forces operator and officer with over 20 years in the Australian Army. I want to tell you a little bit about the Warrior U program that forms the basis of the Warrior U website. The program has been designed to help anyone aspiring to join the Australian Defence Force. There's a tailored fitness program based on simple movements that ensures you get from zero to hero in a time frame that you have available. There's lessons on military skills and culture, Lessons are self-paced, and there are quizzes to help reinforce the learning. Some of the topics include weapon types, navigation theory, survival, and there's fieldcraft lessons too, just to name a few. There's also a mental resilience block of training. The main aspect of the program, though, is the access to mentors who've either held positions within the Defence Force recruiting, or recruit or officer instructors, and even some Special Forces selection staff. So no matter what you want to do in the ADF, we have a mentor to assist and provide advice. There's a one-off payment of $99 for the complete program. Check out the website on www.warrioru.com.au. That's warrior and the letter U.